Hey everyone, my name is Adam Barfoot and welcome to episode 37 of the Counseling and Functional Fitness Podcast. I am a mental health therapist and I'm also a CrossFit Level 1 trainer. The Counseling and Functional Fitness Podcast focuses on the integration of mental health and fitness. In this episode, I talk with Michael Hayes about viewing yourself as your only competition, creating strength from failure, being open-minded about your identity, the importance of reflection, and making your future self proud. I am a mental health therapist working in private practice at New Beginnings Counseling Center in Chattanooga, Tennessee. I meet with clients in person there and people anywhere in Tennessee via telehealth. I enjoy helping my clients build resilience, hope, and courage in their lives. I work with adults and teenagers who are seeking to improve their emotional intelligence, responses to stress, and ways of working through life's challenges. I particularly enjoy working with people who are high performers and athletes who are looking to improve their performance. Improving our mental health directly affects our performance, whether we're on the sports field, in the gym, at home, or our workplace. I believe that you are capable of great things, and I would be honored to be a part of your journey of healing and growth. If you would like to meet with me for therapy, you can follow the link to my Psychology Today profile, which is in the description of this podcast episode, and you can call the phone number on that website to schedule a therapy session with me. All right, Michael Hayes, welcome to the Counseling and Functional Fitness Podcast, and thank you for coming on today. I've really been looking forward to this. Thank you for having me, man. Thank you for having me. Long time coming. Well, let's jump right into this. Tell us a bit about yourself and how you got into fitness. All right, so Michael Hayes, born and raised in Chattanooga, uh, founder and co-host of, or host and, or I guess founder and co-host of Different Thought Podcasts. Um, so... Um, and by the way, shameless plug, April 5th, first episode comes out. Um, but um, fitness, I guess I've been in fitness all my life. Uh, mm-hmm. I've started playing sports at the age of three, four, playing baseball, got into it that way. Um, you know, eventually, you know, got into karate, all that, taekwondo, all those good things, basketball, track. Um, football was the biggest sport for me um, and so it's always been something a, it's always been a part of my life um, I really don't know when it, it has never been a part so uh, but over the years I've had a I guess a uh, different outlook on fitness um, I would say in the last three years I would say I've I've seen a big change uh, in my approach to fitness and and, and what all it can offer uh, me. So, yeah, I don't know if I answered that question all the way. And how did you get into CrossFit? (laughs) That is a funny story. So, (laughs) um, for me, uh, so I went to school at Tennessee Tech. We've had this Mm -hmm. conversation before. I went to school at Tennessee Tech in Cookville, Tennessee. Who's in Cook- Cookville? Everybody knows. Mm-hmm. Rich Farney. So, um, Rich uh, was 
I knew of him, um, and I knew of him because he was the basketball uh, strength and conditioning trainer, um, and um, for the basketball team there. And one of my fraternity brothers, uh, Elijah Muhammad, or better known as EZ, mm-hmm. um, was a basketball player there. And Rich was trying to get EZ to think about his life outside of basketball. You know, EZ at that time had some some decisions to make. He could go overseas and play. He 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 had a lot of offers to play, continue his uh, basketball career professionally. Um, and I think EZ, uh, th- you know, chose to stay here for his own personal reasons and things of that nature. But him and EZ were very tight, and EZ would always try to get me to come out there and <laughs> do this thing called CrossFit. And I said, this looks crazy. Who wants to run a mile and then mm-hmm. come and do handstand push-ups and then all this other craziness? And I was just like, no, nah, I'm good, man. You can have it. Fast, flash, fast forward, I think I'd say about 10 years, Easy is easy now, mm-hmm. <laughs> and rich is rich, and I'm mm-hmm. going. I should have. I should have got on that train when mm-hmm. I, when I had a chance. <laughs> um, so, but yeah. Uh, so I flirted with it um, after that uh, over the years, and actually, it was my wife. Uh, shout out Ariel. She was the one that wanted to get into uh, white belt, mm-hmm. and where we met, and. I was like, all right, I'll try it, cause we, I tried everything else, I, you know, on my own, you know, I was, go, you know, gold gym, all that stuff, and, um, so when I got to, um, we were doing Orange Theory at the time, and all these other things, and it, I just didn't really see any kind of, one, I didn't feel challenged, and one, I didn't really see any uh, improvement, um, and so, I was like, I'll give it a try, let's, let's give it a try, and I. Yeah, it was what, 2018? We're in 2003, so five years later, mm-hmm. here I am. So, yeah, just the uh, the camaraderie, the com- the friendly competition, the community aspect of it was was something that kind of just sparked my interest. So, yeah, that's mm-hmm. how I got into it, I guess. And he's, he, he, he laughs every time we talk about it because mm-hmm. he's like, you wish you would have did it when I told you to do it. I'm like, yeah, all right, man. So, yeah. And one thing that really stands out to me about CrossFit and functional fitness, and I've talked about this on the podcast before, but it's so much about what your body can do as compared to what your body looks like. Mm-hmm. And But when your body can do incredible things, your the way your body looks reflects that too. Yeah. And so that's something along with the community aspect about mm-hmm. functional fitness and CrossFit that I think really draws people in. Mm-hmm. I would agree. And it's different than just going to a YMCA or something like that and doing well, your own thing, things like that? Well, the biggest thing for me is the one thing that, that – the biggest thing that drew me to it was in doing Orange Theory or the Goals Gym or trying to come up with my own workouts or trying to recreate my football routine workouts, mm-hmm. the thing that I found that I missed was the camaraderie between just having someone there and also just having a workout on the board and you right. just come in, do it, get it over with, and go about your day. Um, like when I was at Gold, when I was just trying to work out on my own, like a lot of people would say I'm a disciplined person, but it to me I'm I, I'm far from disciplined. <laughs> and so I I like having you know 
having to take that that aspect out of it and someone just you know it's, it's no thinking you just come in and work out but 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 the other part like I said was just having other like-minded people around and, and, and having a good time so with it yeah so. mm-hmm. what have you learned about yourself through the process of improving your fitness Ooh. Uh, so um, for me the biggest uh, lesson thus far with fitness is you know it's kind of like the I wouldn't say it's a lesson it's more of a, an epiphany or a realization of like Rome really wasn't built in a day mm. and so when I got into CrossFit you know I got there thinking I was a you know I played football in college mm-hmm. you know for a short period of time of course but I played football in college I played you know I was an athlete all my life so I was like I, it's working out you know and um there were things that were very challenging and I wanted to figure it out right away. And when I started to just focus on getting better each day, I started to, you know, I woke up and I was doing everything that I couldn't do when I first got there. So mm-hmm. um, for me, that is the biggest lesson that, you know, Rome Rome really wasn't built in the day and everything is a process and a journey. So, mm-hmm. And there's a quote from, it's actually in, James Clear book called Atomic Habits, but he references someone as saying Rome wasn't built in a day, but they were laying bricks every hour. Yeah, and I think that is so yeah. in tune with what you're saying. Yeah, so yeah, that, that's actually I, everybody tells me to read that book, but maybe that'd be on my next reading. Um, but yeah, that is right. You know, it was you know just show up. Mm-hmm. That was the biggest thing for me. Um, you know, that that was the crazy part. Like with. When I was at Orange Theory, I was surpassing everyone, right? Mm-hmm. So when I got to CrossFit, I thought the same thing was going to happen. And, you know, it, it was a culture shock because there were some people there that I thought I was way more athletic than that could do more than I could. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, so I just started, I just put in my mind, I'm just going to keep coming in here. And that was the part that really drew me, drew me in too is that, mm-hmm. You know, um, each day is a challenge, and so it just show up, and you you know, and just show up and try to get better. So, well, I think that points to the importance of consistency, both in our in our fitness and in our mental health too. Because mm-hmm. anybody can go do one workout a year, but that's not really where progress yeah. is found. Is that day in and day out, however many times a week, regardless of how many times a week your goal is to work out or whoever whoever has whoever's goal it is to work out however many times a week but I think regardless of what exactly the goal is consistency is a super important part of that mm-hmm. agreed agreed and it sounds like that's been an important part of your journey of improving your fitness is that consistency yeah yeah I mean the the uh, the funny story about it is and you know me and you've talked about this because I've made a post on my Instagram uh, uh, mm-hmm. and, and this was kind of what started this conversation about mm-hmm. me being on the show was you know <clears throat> what was funny was is that when I when I first got there and everybody was leaps and bounds and mm-hmm. I couldn't do a handstand push up to save my soul and couldn't do muscle ups couldn't you know I couldn't mm-hmm. do a lot of things um, and you know <laughs> I remember shout out Trey by the way uh, the owner of White Belt, 
I remember Trey saying something to me that kind of just stuck. And some people have always said something like it, but it was just like, stop trying to compete with mm. these guys. These guys have been doing this for forever. You're, and in the end, then he was like, and you're not a world-class CrossFitter, so mm-hmm. just stop. And so uh, it was a bruise to the ego at first, but then it was like, wait a minute. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, what am I really here for? Am I here to be this, the next uh, EZ, or am I here to be, just be, you know, a, a better version of myself? Mm-hmm. And so the the funny story in that was that one day, which prompted this that post, was one day I was in there, and Trey's wife, Mia, shout out Mia as well, and uh, they, um, Mia looks at me and goes, do you realize how much weight you've lost? And mm. I didn't think of that at, at all. Mm. And she took a picture, and, and 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 they had another picture of me from like a year ago, mm-hmm. and it was two different people. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I never focused on weight loss, I never focused on any of that. I was just trying to just get in there and, and get better. Like I just, for me, working out, because quite, you know, secrets out I have ADHD really bad so for me it's a way to like let my mind kind of go somewhere else Mm -hmm. and just focus on whatever is in front of me so it's almost a release for me so I don't think about all those other things and so in the mid after after that 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 day she was like you've gotten better in all these things and I don't think you've even noticed it so Mm -hmm. um, yeah I didn't even realize it it was just me focusing on the journey so Mm -hmm. So you point out a few really important things there, but one about you're not trying to become a some kind of version of your friend, but yeah. you're trying to become a better version of yourself. Yeah. And I think that is something that a lot of people can find strength in, both in the gym and in their mental health too. Yeah, I think I think the thing is is that you know a lot of times we all get focused on competition especially in this, in today's society mm-hmm. with Instagram and you can post anything and everybody's trying to flaunt where they at mm-hmm. and where they're doing and I think for me the lesson is is like I just need to focus on myself mm-hmm. and by focusing on myself and being the best version of myself mm-hmm. everything else will fall in place and it wasn't until like last year when that really came into play because even in my personal and business life, um, professional life, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, that was a big hurdle for me. Is and, and, and some of that is tied to childhood trauma or whatever, and still working through those. I'm not perfect at it yet, but mm-hmm. one thing that I did learn from that was, hey, focus on the main thing, and the main thing is you. And if you focus on the main thing it being you, then everything takes care of itself. You know, um, one thing, you know, I have this conversation with my mom all the time is like, you know, peace around you is not peace with you. Mm. So um, a lot of the times up until the, you know, up until like last year, I used to look at everything in competition and try to figure out how to be better than the next person. And, and it, like I said, and when I said, you know, let me focus on me and, and bettering myself. You know, my career, things in my career took off, my fitness took off, my mental stuff, you know, in my personal life got better. So, mm-hmm. you know, 
me trying to appease or abide by something someone else's standards just it's it's never you you're never going to be satisfied and you're never going to satisfy the person you're trying to satisfy so mm. it's always going to be something else so if you're just focusing on yourself and being at peace with yourself then you know everything will work its way out so mm. and you know when to say no so mm. and you know when to jump into a, a challenge and you know when to say hey that's not for me so and a few things about well a few things but social media everyone posts their highlight reel. Mm-hmm. They post what they want us to see. Yeah. And when we, with ourselves, know the ups and downs of every single day, yeah. but we're comparing our ups and downs of every single moment, every single day, to someone else's highlight reel, yeah. it's a recipe to be unsatisfied with what's going on, I think. And, and, and the other part of it is, is, you know, my dad used to always tell me, just keep waking up every morning. And that saying has so many different meanings to me now because – you know, just keep waking up every morning. You don't know the struggle that someone's went through. All, all you know is what the good stuff that they want to tell you. Um, you know, I remember in high school, one of my a history professor, you know, he gave a test that was like, oh my gosh, it, everybody failed. And his pep talk was, you all need to frame that test. And we were all like, bro, we all failed it. Like, I'm not framing a, mm. a 12. Like, mm. what are you talking about, dude? <laughs> and he's like, you frame this test because this is how, you know, this is what motivated you to go get, get better and do better. Mm. And you learn from your mistakes, and then you go to the next thing. Mm. And 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 maybe I should just start doing that more. Frame, uh, social, um, posting the failures and not posting the successes. Because... Mm. Posting the fail, I mean, looking at your failures like you look at you, you will look at your successes, mm-hmm. actually helps build you to get better because it pushes you into different stratospheres and different atmospheres and say like you know, hey, you know, because what he was saying was is like if you made a hundred, you should just ball that up and throw it away, because mm-hmm. you did everything you could do on that test. So ball it up, throw it away, get it out your brain. But when you make a five, you should concentrate on that. Focus on that, and I'm I'm exaggerating. I didn't make a five, but it was pretty low. <laughs> but you should concentrate on that mm-hmm. and and figure out where you your mistakes were and, and learn from your mistakes and, and build. And so and then when you make that hundred, that hundred feels so much more sweeter because you knew where you came from. So in the in the grands of like social media, yeah, you, we 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 get captured, I guess, mm-hmm. and and uh, fall victim or. I guess I guess victim of the moment of oh this person is you know doing all these good things but you don't know no one wants to see the struggle no one no one believes in the struggle mm-hmm. and and until they see the success and, and then even when they see the success they still don't want to go through the struggle mm-hmm. you know and that's something that's another thing you know that I've learned through you know my fitness journey I guess is that you know the struggle is a little bit more important than the, the success. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you don't get a six pack just by, you know, waking up and doing a few good workouts and ab, you know, it's mm-hmm. the way you eat. It's, it's you know, how you sleep, mm-hmm. you know, it's how you, you, you treat your body, you recover and all these other things. So understanding that, you know, I like, <clears throat> I like to base everything on like, thinking like, and this is a, a title like Bruce, Bruce Lee, but like water. We're all drops of the ocean. So everything has a cause and effect to each other. So what I do today is going to affect what happens tomorrow. 
or what I do this morning is going to affect what I do uh, later on. So, yeah. And Jordan Peterson, one of his rules and one of his books is compare yourself to who you were yesterday, not to who someone else is today. Right. And I think that's a gold quote of pure gold for improving our mental health and fitness too. Yeah, and when you when you listen to like athletes, mm-hmm. um, you know the superior of athletes like the LeBron James, the Michael Jordans, the Kobe Bryant's, the you know Emmitt Smiths, any any of those type of people, they all will say like, I I can't worry about who, what they doing over mm-hmm. there. I got to worry about. You know, one of my favorite athletes is Deion Sanders. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, Deion talks about that all the time. Like, you know, I'm him. I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I can't, I can't be concern myself with what you're doing because if I concern myself with what you're doing, I'm taking away from me. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And if we only use our focus to think about what someone else is doing, we lose all the power we have over this moment that yeah. we're in. And another thing about that, too, is that if we, I mean, we can worry about what someone else is doing and give all of our attention to that worry, or we can put our focus and attention into, okay, what am I doing today to get better? Yeah, and, you know, it, it goes back to the whole, the, the other saying, uh, you can't have sunshine without the rain. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you, I mean, you're married, you know, you went through, recently just been married, you know, mm-hmm about being in a year so you know where you start in a relationship is not where you end mm-hmm. and the relationship is always constantly involved evolving mm-hmm. and you know you know Ariel and I have been married for 10 years and uh, been but been together for 17 18 years and who we were when we first met is a totally different person than who we are now and you know those little things all those little things all add up together you know you can't you can't, you know, be concerned. You know, it's a funny. I know this story. I wanted to give. This is a funny story. Do you ever have you heard about the Sixteenth Chapel? Everybody heard about the Sixteenth Chapel with Michael Da Vinci, mm-hmm. right? And um, so people, but people don't know is, is that he was not a painter. He was a sculptor, and what they wanted from him was they wanted to. He was not well loved. He wasn't like he wasn't loved at in during those times. And so, and the only reason I know all this is when Ariel and I did a trip there, and our tour guide gave us this back this this backstory, and they said that <clears throat> when they gave him, you know, each pope has like a chapel that they're responsible for or, or creating or cur- curating and things mm-hmm. of that nature. So for this one, uh, the and then they always hire like a a, cur- a curator to kind of get all the pieces and all the artists together. And they did it out of spite for for Michael, and he was so uh, focused on him, which is part of the reason they didn't like him. But he was so <laughs> focused on him that uh, he was like, "Sure, I do it." And people don't realize that he did it all by freehand. And back in those days, when you used to do things on the ceiling, you kind of basically drew it out on like a sheet of paper or something, and you plastered it up, and you would fill in the lines. He did all of it by hand, and if you ever get to go see it, there's only one corner of it where you can see where he messed up one bit. Mm. But he focused on him and bettering him and, and improving him in that at, in that realm of art, and you get the Sixteen Chapel. And, and 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 that's how I think it's like 
if I just block out everyone else, mm-hmm. block out all the naysayers, block out everything else, and just focus on what I can do, I may get the 16 chapel. And that, and that may be me, the, mm-hmm. the best version of me. So, you know, mm-hmm. that's how I look at it, yeah. And back to that idea of frame this test where you got a, <laughs> not, a great, not a great score on, but I really like that idea of draw, of putting something up and drawing power from it to yeah. continue to improve. Yeah, because it's like I, I have a, a, there was an old coworker of mine, and when I first got to, I, I got transferred to the, a certain, in a new location, and when I first got there, he had this poster of, this assignment that he completely blew. So basically, he went to go copy something, and he ended up printing out this huge poster mm. of something, and it, it was a big mess up on his part. But he, I was like, "Why do you have this here?" And he was like, "It's a constant reminder that mm. you know, I'm not, I don't have it all together, and I and I can always get better." Mm. And so it's it's you know, learning to embrace your failures, learning to embrace the the when, when you suck. <laughs> is you know yeah and, and and using that to fuel your next move so and another part of that remembering this is where I've been, You've been and yeah. this is how far yeah. I've come, come. from yeah. there because you know there are days when you know it's it's easier said than done there are days when you want to just be you know praised and and whatever it may be and so sometimes you know you have to look back and go wow I've actually come a long way mm. and, 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 and and pat yourself on the back to get you through the next cycle. So, mm. yeah, you know, there are, you know, like in CrossFit, you know, I'm sure you've seen, seen this, you know, as as Trey would say, you know, the, the kettle ain't hot today. Mm-hmm. So, and, and it may not be, but you can't let that discourage you from coming in and, and trying your best. Mm-hmm. The kettle just may not be hot and, you know, you just don't have it that day. So you just, you do your best, but you also realize, hey, I've still come a long way. Mm. It's just not my day-to-day, so. And I know that it can be really discouraging when the kettle is not hot. (laughs) And also, I think it's important. Because it always happens during the open. (laughs) (laughs) And I I think it's important to remember in those moments, too, that the kettle will be hot again. And that this, I mean, that's something about emotions and also, I mean, fatigue, but if we, when we take care, good care of ourselves, yeah. fatigue does not last forever. And also, yeah. about emotions, no emotion lasts forever. Yeah, and, and, and you know, I, I say that about the Open, but, you know, the funny thing that used to always get me upset about the Open is is when I finally started taking that turn of being one of the better, you know, mm-hmm. more suited athletes, you would see people, I would see people all the time, they would, <laughs> they would, uh, I don't know, they wouldn't give it their all every day. Mm-hmm. And then on the open, they're like head and shoulders above me. And I'm going, wait, how, where, where did this come from? And, and you know, that goes back to competing with myself. You know, it used to get me so angry that I would try to, you know, strike out or, you know, as you you've, you know about this with me is I, I try to go out guns blazing. <laughs> and two minutes into the workout, I'm... <laughs> Yeah. You know, out of breath, and, and so I had to learn, like, man, just do, just, just do what's best for you. Don't, don't try to do all that. You know, don't try to always be the the guy that <laughs> the the best athlete or the best, right. the, you know, and, and win at everything. Because sometimes there's lessons to be learned in losing, mm-hmm. and losing is not bad. Losing, lose. You know, if Kobe 
what was it, the Utah Jazz Western Conference Final, I believe. If Kobe hits, doesn't hit that, if Kobe hits that shot, who knows if he'd be the same workaholic that mm-hmm. he was later on. Mm-hmm. You know, I, and people, for people that don't know, there, I think it was the Western Conference Final. I know it was in the playoffs. It was like one, the first one or t- the first or second year Shaq was there. But Kobe, you know, they had drew up a play and they wanted to go to someone else and Kobe took the, took the shot. Mm-hmm. And they said that, you know, if you listen to Shaq and others, they were like, we're glad that he took a shot because if he doesn't take that shot, who knows if he goes back and get, develops this work ethic that he mm. developed for the rest of his career mm. and where he becomes such a clutch player. And, you know, like with Michael, uh, you know, he got – everybody knows that story. He got cut in, in high mm. school from his high school basketball team. But it may, it created his work ethic. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And I think those struggles – I mean, we can even – Look at those as I mean missed shots, which they were, of course. Yeah. But those struggles early on can lead to great growth down the road. Yeah. You, but the thing about that is that it could also have crushed those players' spirits. Yeah. So I, I really think that highlights their perspective on that because. Yeah, it, it, you know it's a the what the flight or what flight or fight mentality is. You know, you when you get into that struggle, how are you going to respond? Mm-hmm. You know and. For, um, you know, for me, when I think about mm-hmm. mental, my mental health and mm-hmm. fitness, you know, for me, getting into CrossFit and changing my diet and things of that nature, mm-hmm. it, you know, when I first started, it was it was crushing. It sucked, mm-hmm. but for for me, the like I said, the lessons that I learned was you know focus on me, you know, you know where am I not as disciplined and where could I work at and so I just worked on those things and kept it moving and you know I know it's not as it's not it's easier said than done but at the end of the day you know um, I forget his name but the head coach for the Phoenix Sun he said it best everything you want is on the other side of heart Mm. so you know you have to like you, you know even like in my professional career I've learned that too is like you know and with raising a kid is like you you have to go through mm. some type of trials and tribulations mm. to understand and to appreciate because if it was just given to you would you really appreciate it mm. you know mm. if everything if you didn't have to earn it yeah if you, and you didn't earn anything and you just it was just given to you you know would you cherish it would you throw it away you know mm. you know what, what, what would you do with it? But if you had to work hard and go through a struggle to get there, you're not going to want to let it go. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I can't I can't tell you how many times now I'm more conscientious of, like, getting making sure I get my workout in and things of that nature because I don't want to go back, you know, I go back and look at the pictures of Mike mm-hmm. at, you know, 20-something after football when he was eating Wendy's – uh, value mm-hmm. <laughs> junior bacon <laughs> cheeseburgers all the time and you know and you just don't want to go back to that so yeah. you that you use that it, it goes back to the mm-hmm. framing your failure because mm. you're going back and saying I don't want to go back to that mm. so I'm gonna so then when every time you have those days where like I don't feel like doing this mm. you say, I think about mm. hey I don't want to go back to my the 225 pound Mike mm. <laughs> mm. I like the 170 Mike a lot better so and what you said about when you get in that struggle, how are you going to respond? There's 
lot of gold there <laughs> because part of that too I think is the work of reflection to yeah. know that in times when we're not in a super difficult circumstance reflecting on how am I going to respond what am I going to not only do but what am I going to tell myself yeah. when things get very difficult and then tapping into that power in that moment when things are really difficult right 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 yeah because you know like I saw me and my wife talk have these conversations all the time and you know I just switched jobs and it's been a struggle mm -hmm. and I'm trying to apply the mentality that I had at CrossFit, man, mm. just work on today. Mm. Work on today, mm. um, and everything else will kind of, um, you know, take care of itself, mm. you know, and, and, and look at, you know, and, and then, too, I think reflection is a very strong piece of mental health mm. and, and mm. functional fitness uh, because reflection gives you perspective. Mm. Um, I just feel like it's so important to the journey because like I said when I you know in this new role that I'm in you know thinking about all the stuff I've already been through mm. that's something I never did mm. when I was in my old job I just never thought about what I've been through but it wasn't until I was approached by this company and they asked me then I had to re revamp my resume and things of that nature that I was like hey I've done some pretty cool stuff, mm -hmm. and I'm not as, <laughs> I guess, as damaged goods as I think I am. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, you know, I, because at up until that point, I was only focused on what's the next move. Like mm -hmm. I've done that. What's mm -hmm. the next move? And I and I was also competing with others and thinking, oh, I'm not where I, not what that person is. Mm -hmm. And you know, my journey is my journey. It's, no one else can write my story mm -hmm. or write my journey but me and, mm. and the man above but so my journey is what it is and I can't I can't falter from that so and our journey is our journey like yeah. you said and part of that it too is that we have the power to make edits to our current day part of our journey yeah man it's 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 it's, it's a it's fluid it's not it's not finite. That's the other part. Right. I would have never, if you would have told me five years ago, I would be having my own podcast and mm -hmm. starting a clothing line and looking at other things out way outside of, you know, what my dreams have, mm -hmm. or what I thought my dreams have, mm -hmm. aspirations were. I would have never. I would have been like, "You're I, that's not me." Mm -hmm. And and so I, I surprise. I'm. I am constantly surprised at the things that I'm mm -hmm. doing over the years, mm -hmm. uh, each day or really just each day because. You know, I just took that open mindedness to it. You know, mm -hmm. uh, that's the other thing about CrossFit is like I, <laughs> I used to make fun of my buddies that all mm -hmm. did CrossFit because I was just like, man, you, you guys are out here doing all this craziness, and now I'm, you know, I <clears throat> find myself can't get away from it. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, that's the other thing about the journey. You know, when you really embrace the journey, you become more open, and mm -hmm. you, you don't you don't realize how many other doors are open, open will open up for you. And I really like what you said about open-mindedness and part of that being yeah. your identity and yeah. what you can do. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, think about if someone would have offered you these things five years ago and, and said, but you're the one doing these things. Yeah. Maybe you would have turned them down. <laughs> yeah. But now you are the one doing yeah. these things. And so I think when we kind of 
frame ourselves in a place of this is me, these things are me, and mm. those things over there are not me. Mm. We cut ourselves off from the possibility of getting to those things. Right, right. And, and, and you know, the only way you can you can really understand what's, what is for, is for you and what's mm. not for you is going through it. Like, mm. you have to at least try. Mm-hmm. Now, there are some things that just not for me. I mean, right. I'm not going to be an NBA all-star. I'm mm-hmm. five six. Let's let's just be honest. <laughs> let's be honest. Like it's that's never gonna happen. So, mm-hmm. you know, but you gotta go through that. You have to go through that and mm-hmm. understand and at least give it your all. Mm-hmm. And and then at the end of the day you can sit and say, I'm at peace with this not being for me mm-hmm. because I've tried it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my wife is she gets on me about it, you know, she she loves to do outdoorsy things. I don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but but my reason for not wanting to do it is not because I've never tried it. It's mm. because I tried it and I didn't like it. Mm. So, <clears throat> and that's kind of how I, I, I had to learn how to do other things. It's like when I got into CrossFit, I was real skeptical about it. Like, I don't want to be this guy out here doing power cleans, <laughs> you know, 15 power cleans in a row. And, you know, after that, go do a bunch of pull-ups and, and, you know, I remember when someone told me about the Murph, I was like, you got to be kidding me. There's mm-hmm. no way I'm doing that. And now it's like each year I'm trying to challenge myself. Now you want to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Now mm-hmm. I'm trying to challenge myself mm-hmm. to do better. Like, you know, I got, you know, my best time last year. Now I'm like, all right, now I got to go to where the best and see mm-hmm. how good I how, how I am really. So, you know, you got to – that's why I say reflection is important mm-hmm. in all aspects because – you have to you have to think about those things and and then you you determine that helps you determine who you are what mm-hmm. your strong suits are mm-hmm. cuz you know one thing you know if you would have told me about like with the podcast I before that I was somewhat of an introvert mm-hmm. um you know when I get around people I'm comfortable with you know I I can talk all day mm-hmm. but you know somewhat of an introvert but so starting a podcast and then talking to people, you know, that are not really in my circle has, you know, taught me that, hey, I can go out and do all these other things. I hated public speaking beforehand. Mm-hmm. Now I've done other other public speaking engagements in mm-hmm. which that got one of them actually got me the job that I'm in now mm-hmm. because I, you know, was I, I went through the process. Mm-hmm. I went through the hard mm-hmm. and I said, OK. I've learned what I've learned from the heart, and now I can go do that. So, mm-hmm. so you just you know that that reflection makes it like, like for me, with reflection, it's you'll see, like if, like say for instance with a workout, you see a workout, and you're like, man, this is going wreck me. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's like you start to think, okay, I know I can do push-ups, I know I can do double unders, I know I'm really good at double unders and push-ups, and so. Maybe if I strategize myself through those two things, maybe these power cleans won't be so bad. Mm. Now I have more time to focus on the power cleans in this in this wad, and that's kind of what I'm talking about. It's like I, I I know where I've came from in this perspective, and if I use the strengths, my strengths can help with with me getting mm-hmm. through whatever mm-hmm. my weakness is. Yeah. So and utilizing your strengths. <laughs> yeah. Utilizing yeah. It, it even in the competition mode is like. I know, you know, like I said, double unders, push-ups, okay, got it. Mm-hmm. Now, these cleans, may they're going to whoop my ass. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to try mm-hmm. to not do 
you know, I'm going to try to get through the double unders and push ups as fast as I can so I can concentrate mm-hmm. and get better on my Kobe's. So, and that translates to your 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 your, your career and your work life of mm-hmm. I know that I am I am good at these three things. I suck at this. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to use my strengths to help build my weakness. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the mm-hmm. that's the mentality of like reflection and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Something that Eric Greitens in his book called Resilience, he talks about reflection a lot and he talks about what he he says for quality reflection, we don't have to know what perfect look like. We don't have to know what perfect looks like, but we do have to know what better looks like. Mm-hmm. And also asking ourselves, what can I not only do today to get better and to use reflection to my advantage, but also what is my mission in this moment? So yeah, and, you know, for me, I used to think like, all right, let me get better today, like that mm-hmm. old school football mm-hmm. mentality. Did we get better today? And I, I honestly, I didn't know what better really looked like. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't say, all right, how, how is this? What is, what is better? Mm-hmm. And you know, it goes back to reflection. It's like, I know where I'm at, and how do I, what, what do I want to accomplish next? And it may not. Okay, you know, for one for instance, um, butterfly pull ups. Mm-hmm. You know, you just want to do. At first, I wanted to just do butterfly pull-ups because I saw that everybody else could do it, mm-hmm. and I just wanted to be able to be be in the competition with them. So then, for me, you know, when I started understanding, like, let me concentrate on kipping. Now that I have kipping, let me concentrate on, you know, a kipping, just doing a kipping pull-up. Let me. Okay, now let me try to string five kipping pull-ups together. Now let me let me try to get into more you know complex things. And before I knew it, I was doing butterfly pull-ups. And it wasn't me trying to get to butterfly pull-ups as fast as possible. It was just me trying to, mm-hmm. you know, concentrate on, you know, the getting better each day was mm-hmm. let me just build my way up. Let me build the blocks. Mm-hmm. As you said, the what is it? Rome wasn't built in the day, but bricks but, were laid every day or something. But they were like, like bricks that we had. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. That that deal. So mm-hmm. and I really like what you were talking about too, about utilizing your strengths to help yeah. in in areas where Weaknesses are more present. Mm. Yeah, because I mean, then what do you have strengths for? If you don't use them, I mean, mm-hmm. if you don't use them to help, then what are you what are you doing with them? Mm-hmm. You know, it's a waste of time if you're not using them to help mm-hmm. build something else. And because at the end of the day, if you're trying to be the best person you can be, that means approaching your weaknesses. But you gotta look at everything as like a team approach. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm. This is where I suck at, but I'm really good here. So let me build that, and then let me put somebody around me that's really good at that. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me use someone as an as an example, and be and, and humble myself, and understand that they're they're better at that than I am. So it's not bad, you know. It's you know like a basketball team or a football team. You know, mm-hmm. Lime, linemen are not shifty like running backs. Mm-hmm. But you need a running back needs a good offensive line. A quarterback needs a good a good offensive line to be successful. Mm-hmm. So you know that there's that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How has improving your fitness impacted your mental health? I know we've talked about this briefly a few times already, but I wanted to see if you have any more thoughts on that. Um, it's just made honestly. 
I'm gonna go a different direction. It it has made me more open hmm. to um, other things. Hmm. Um, you know, me you've talked about this. You know, like mental mentally. You know, it has opened up other aspects of my life. Like hmm. you know, y- you have some type of childhood or whatever drama, mm-hmm. a trauma in your life, mm-hmm. and so for me, you know it's made me go like, okay, when I was a, you know, athlete, high school, college athlete, Mm -hmm. I was not the greatest of of lifters. But, you know, when I actually started to pay attention and listen and and try to, you know, get better every day, I guess, I started to realize I became, I was, you know, become a better lifter and I actually, and lifting, you know, I haven't played football. Oh Lord, Jesus, I'm about to age myself. Um, in over almost twenty years, mm-hmm. and for me, um, for me, going through that process of getting better at that mm-hmm. taught me like now I can be more open and more. Um, <sighs> You know what else can I get better at, mm. and so mm. I guess that's what I'm trying to say is what else I can better. At? And one thing is like therapy. Mm-hmm. You know, growing up, especially, you know, in in my culture in the black community, it is very faux pas and very mm. standoffish. And now it's just coming to a point where people are starting to think about going mm. into mental mental health. And I've struggled with that too because it, you know, growing up, if you were going to see a psychiatrist or a therapist mm-hmm. you know you're crazy it's, it's all these bad things mm-hmm. and it's never going to see somebody just to get better mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. you have to it was always preached like you're going to that person because something is wrong mm-hmm. and you're not going to that person because you're trying to better mm-hmm. be a better you and so that's kind of what I learned from CrossFit is mm-hmm. you know I went through that process of being better I didn't go through that process of you know, because something was wrong, exactly, or, or something like mm-hmm. that. You know, so yeah, and you know, and, you know, Trey, Trey always talks about you know, I'm not trying to have you out here competing in the games, mm-hmm. but you know, I just want you to be able to, you know, move around at eight, mm-hmm. you know, and I took that to heart. Like, you know, am I really trying to wreck my body to be mm-hmm. this physical specimen, you know, with the six packs and walking around with my shirt or do I really want to be with my shirt off or do I really want to be the guy you know at 80 years old that can still play with his grandkids Mm. you know what I'm saying Mm. so you know that's been big on me is like I want to be able to you know later on in life because what you do now Mm. is always going to affect what is going to happen to you in the future Mm. you know what you know and I've seen that firsthand Mm. on several occasions it's you know the time and effort you put in now is Mm. going to dictate how the rest of your life goes and our power in the present to affect the future yeah yeah and the thing something about that is that we we have no power to change anything that's happened in the past for better or for worse yeah. but we can and we do have power right now mm-hmm. to affect a different future mm-hmm. 
and something I've said on the podcast so many times is make your future self proud and the importance of acting today in order to get to closer to where we want to be tomorrow and in the future (laughs) yeah man that's uh that's big that's really Mm -hmm. big because you 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 can't Mm -hmm. you can't you can't succeed without you know motivating yourself right and and you got to learn how to motivate yourself and and it may be you know through fitness Mm -hmm. and health but but it may be through something else you Mm -hmm. know but you got to challenge yourself um because it, it gets boring, it gets mundane. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if if you're not challenging yourself, if you're not waking up every morning and just trying to take the easy route every day, I mean, eventually you get bored and, you know, and your life is, I I haven't met a person that that is successful that doesn't love a challenge mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone I've met has that is, that is successful they look at every day as you know, and each challenge as I'm built for this. Mm. Yeah, I can mm. get through it. You know. Mm. I really like that a lot about I'm built for this challenge. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you, mm. a lot of times you think that you're not. You know, mm. that's the thing that you know, fitness has taught me is. Mm. So, for instance, uh, <laughs> handstand push-ups. I remember when I first started going. Getting involved in CrossFit, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I just remember like when I first saw it, I was like, "Yeah, I could do that." You know, I did it as a kid. You know, as a kid, you did it without thinking about mm-hmm. it, and then you try it as an adult, and you've put on like two hundred pounds since you were a kid, and you're like, "Oh crap, this is I can't do this." Um, and so you just you just focus on, you know, for me it was doing I forget what they're called the pike. Mm-hmm. push-ups and then mm-hmm. you get on the box and then you eventually just gradually get to that point and before you know it you're you're cranking out 10 push-ups at a time mm-hmm. like right now the two things that are my challenge right now is wall walks I hate those things and uh you know handstand uh walking handstands mm-hmm. and you know I just I get in my mind on yeah. the hand, walking handstands but yeah you know you just gotta keep you know you know, putting that, that the one foot in front of the other and keep challenging service. Or as my dad would say, keep waking up every morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and before you know it, things that just snap. And right. you, you kind of just, you know, you, you know, once you get into routines and, and challenging yourself and things of that nature, those things kind of just come, you know. So. Well, and back to that identity piece that we talked about a mm-hmm. little bit ago about if you struggle with those things early on and – cut yourself off from the ability to improve those things you wouldn't be where you're at now no, no yeah and, and, and that's and that's that's the that's the that's the joy of it you know is mm-hmm. is you know once you you meet the challenge you go i can either mm-hmm. never try this again mm-hmm. or i can continue to try this and you know get better at it mm-hmm. and before you know it you're doing it and then I guess for me, the the biggest thing, and when you talk about like fitness and, men, and my mental health, mm-hmm. was for me when I had that realization of hey, look how far I've came. For me, it was like, oh, this is what they mean by focus on the journey. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I can't mm-hmm. tell you how many mentors I've met with, and how many people I've sat down and talked to, 
And they and, and you know one thing that everybody always says tells me about myself is Mike, you're very passionate. You you know you're very driven. Just slow down. Just mm. focus on the right now. Focus on the moment. And I used to go, man, I, I'm not worried about moment. I'm trying to get to that point. Mm. And and now I'm starting to realize it's like, hey man, focus on getting better at these tasks because these tasks is going to help build when you get to the point where you want to be. Mm-hmm. Because if it happens overnight, like mm-hmm. I said, if it happens overnight, either one or two things are going to happen. You're not going to appreciate it, or you're going to get there and realize, oh crap, I'm not. I'm, I'm I don't know if I'm built for this. Right. So you know, but if you embrace the journey, when you get to that point, you start to say, "Oh yeah, this is like, you know, for instance, uh, with with handstand pushups." Mm-hmm. The thing I learned was like, "Oh, this is like a thruster, just an upside down thruster." Mm-hmm. Let me just do it. Let me approach it that way, mm-hmm. and then both things got better because right. I used a strength to help a weakness. So mm-hmm. that type of thing. Well, yeah, and back to what you were saying just a moment ago about, well, really laying the foundation, and back to that quote about Rome, again, yeah. laying those bricks. Yeah, yeah those, those bricks are important, man. <laughs> the bricks are important. Well, we're coming up on the end of our time, but what are your closing thoughts on our conversation? I mean, good combo. Um, I, I, I guess to the listeners out there, I challenge you all to always uh, – one thing I talk about on the show, or I end the show in my podcast with is, uh, you know, uh, think, do, be. You know, I always challenge people to think different, uh, do different, and be different. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and that actually came from me getting into fitness and things, mm-hmm. getting serious about fitness mm-hmm. was that, you know, you got to change your mindset. And honestly, you know, you have a routine, but you also got to be open to change the routine, mm-hmm. you know. And when you are open to change routine and you're making the goal to focus on you, you find it very easy to make changes um, mm-hmm. and be able to be open to changes. Because, like for me, for instance, having a kid mm-hmm. is not, you know, you know, now he's starting to pick up sports. So what I'm finding myself is I have to rearrange my schedule mm-hmm. to get my workouts in because that's important to me. So that means getting up earlier. That means going to bed earlier. That means taking care of myself, uh, you know, watching what I put in my body because mm-hmm. hey I know I only have a finite amount of time to right. get, get my workouts in right. and I gotta still get my job and I, I, I want I have to be a good father like mm-hmm. that's 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 I, because that is you know that's the most important thing mm-hmm. for me it's like I have to be a good father and a good husband so I have to make the adjustments so that I can be there in those other spots so you know so I have to have this mentality of always adjusting mm-hmm. um, and so that is something that CrossFit has taught me is because, you know, you know, with wads and workouts, mm-hmm. you go in there, you know, you've pr- completely wrecked your body on Monday, and you've done squats and handstand push-ups and muscle-ups, and then you come in the next day, and they're like, we're going to do pistols and mm-hmm. wall balls, and, and you're like, man, <laughs> how, how am I going to get through this? But the adjustment is... Hey, I, I went pretty hard yesterday. I may not get the the best mm-hmm. performance that I want to get today. So how can I adjust? But how can I still make this mm-hmm. get my you know get better mm-hmm. on this workout? How can I you know? So for me, it's like for instance, just give an example. It's like uh, like I said, you have that strong workout one day, and then you come in the next day, and 
it's more more of the same almost. Okay, let me work on my pace. Let me work on let me work on my pace. Let me work on my breathing. Mm-hmm. Instead of concentrating on how many reps I get, let me just work on that because now when I get back to those type workouts, I know how to pace myself and when the open comes, I'm better prepared. Mm-hmm. Although I still always suck, but you know, there's there's that. So cool. when some of my closing thoughts are that I I really want to encourage you and myself mm-hmm. and people all over anywhere listening to be open to new possibilities mm-hmm. in not only their lives but also their identity yep. and not cutting themselves off from improving in different areas just because it's difficult right now and then two other things one being you are your only competition mm-hmm. and we can compare ourselves to who we were yesterday not to who everybody else everybody else is today or who people think you are mm. that's the other part that's a that's a tough thing to get over mm. too because everybody expects that's something I've dealt with in the last couple of mm. years is I'm I found myself competing with who people thought I was mm. and so in in that if you're open open-mindedness and you you know you, you're challenging yourself you don't let that dictate mm. how you respond mm. you know you, you just no matter what you're not going to please everybody so mm. you just focus on you so mm. And I guess I have two more things now, but one about back to that bit you said about frame this test mm. about not frame only the failure. yes and framing failure not only to remind ourselves of hey I want to be better than this mm. but also reminding ourselves how far we've come mm. yeah. since then yeah. and then another part about we can get to where we want to be in the future if we do that work to get there in the future today. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I want to leave people with. Don't, and yeah, don't put a don't put a um, a timeline on your success, man. Mm. It, it happens when it happens, mm. but you just have to focus on getting better each day. So, well, this was great, Mike. Thank, Thank you for you. coming on. Thank you. All right. Hey everyone, hope you enjoyed the episode. You can follow along with Counseling and Functional Fitness on Facebook and Instagram. You can contact me by emailing counselingandfunctionalfitness at gmail.com or by messaging Counseling and Functional Fitness on Facebook and Instagram. See you next time.